0: Listening to Garbage Hill, one of its first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com.
1: Hey, we're a bad fight,
2: and you are listening to Witch Police Radio.
1: Motherfucker!
3: Police Radio. I'm your regular host Sam, and I'm here again with co-host Ryan. Yep. And uh, today we have how many people are actually in your band? Is this this isn't everyone, right? We're missing one. Missing one. Okay. okay, so we have four fifths of Bearfight. Yeah. Here in Ryan's place again. Yeah. It's a shithole. <laughs> in the shithole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cozy shithole. Shithole
4: Studios. Yeah, yeah. Soak it in.
3: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, Bearfight. <laughs> yeah, <things happen. laughs> we haven't had you guys on the show before. We've had uh, a couple members, you know, in various. Uh, arrangements uh you know other projects they're working on things like that but um as a band Bearfight has not actually been on the show i think we play one of your songs once but uh that's about yeah. it. <laughs> but anyway so the best way to do it because there's so many people in the room is just to kind of go around you know circle everyone name instrument and we'll just go from there so let's start over here all right
5: i'm nick i play
3: guitar yeah i'm steve and i also play guitar
5: i'm brock and i play the drums i'm josh and i yell into the mic
3: Cool. <laughs> 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 All right, okay, well, we've already established who we are, so uh, yeah, um, thanks for thanks for coming down here, you guys. For sure. for um, so I guess uh, maybe the first way to start it off is, uh, like, what is new with Verify? Because I know you guys have been around for a while now, uh, and I've heard some stuff online, songs over the past, I don't know, year or so, I've been hearing things around once and a while, seeing videos, seeing, you know, posts about shows that I don't go to because I never go to shows. <laughs> 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 But yeah, so I mean, obviously, I, you've, you've got a lot, kind of, it sort of seems like it's wrapping up a bit. Um, can you just give us some info on what, where you, where you are now as a band, and what's kind of coming up?
6: Um, well, I think, I mean, like, we started in, was it March, April 2013? Oh, really? So we've been it's doing been it for a while, already, okay, but it's yeah. just kind of, I guess now Brock's been in the band for basically a year. Matt Brown stepped aside recently, Nick moved from drums to guitar, and I guess we, we finished our album a couple of months ago now, so we're just in the process of, like... Getting that ready for uh, you know uh, printing and all that kind of cool. shit. So that's really the main thing at the moment. Just playing some shows, um, and then have like a release next year. Just,
3: yeah, next year sounds so far off, but it's like yeah, it's, yeah. 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 But I think people hear this. I might even be next year. Yeah, yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, cool. It's the day before December. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, the album's it's already in the bag. Like you got another, It's already recorded. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
6: Marty and uh, Kyle, they recorded it, mixed and mastered all that stuff. So we've got, I've got all the music and all that. It's now. It's just kind of. Getting the wife to put all the artwork together. Really. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Right on. You know, so. the, our
1: personal graphic designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's handy to have. It's definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So
3: is this? Uh, this is this the first thing you guys have put out? Right? There's nothing. Is there any like an EP or anything like that I just didn't know about? Or is this, uh... no? I mean, we did some demos a couple of years ago at Marty's house as well. But that yeah.
6: was
1: just yeah, just the well the original uh, lineup of Bear Fight has a two song uh, two song demo. Right, but right, right. That's that's kind of it. We've been together for about two years, just over that. But things have kind of you know we we took a uh, a new look at our lineup. We brought in Brock on drums. I was playing drums. I moved over um, and started playing drum, uh, guitar. And I think that's when Bear Fight really started to ramp up, where we're doing a little more shows. We really uh, focused on recording and getting this album wrapped up cool. so that uh, yeah, you know, I think that's. Like, we, we've seen a big difference, you know, with the drums jumping in. Uh, Bear Fight has definitely gone on to have more expectations out of ourselves, I think, uh, because we know, like, things are sounding really great, and, and we're really excited. We got this album that we just finished up, and we're hoping to release it in the new year and, and just keep on rolling, get more shows
5: and write more songs.
7: Cool.
1: Uh,
5: just to add to that, sure. yeah. with the two songs that we recorded in the first stage of Bear Fight, we re-recorded both those songs on the new album, okay. and just to see the differences, just with another member added, or not just the change of the members. Yeah. Just what we've changed sounds a lot different, okay. and and the recording sounds way better too. Is what well,
3: this? Is, I guess this is like I mean I've heard I've heard the songs you have online. I don't know if those songs are or what that was, but I mean like I find with the kind of music you guys play, and maybe you can explain this to me properly. Is like. I never know how to classify anything punk anymore. Like, I yeah. mean, I have these, <laughs> yeah. these classifications from when I was younger and everything fits into nice little categories. And then I hear stuff now and, I, I don't know, hardcore punk. Everything is like, and there's all these subgenres. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck, what do what you guys, like, what is it?
2: Well, it's, it's kind of tough. Like, uh, I mean, me personally, I, I don't really like to dump us into a, a, yeah. any particular bucket. Like, bands I've played in previously have always just been kind of a clusterfuck of what everybody's into. And right. I think, you know, the five of us now... Um, we all have common sort of common denominators in terms of style that we all really like, but we all okay. also have our own little kind of flair and kind of our own little niche that we bring to the table and it kind of just, it, it seems to just kind of work together. So
3: is there, uh, are there any, I mean, you said common denominator style wise, are there any bands that kind of work for the group as like a, you know, a touch point where everyone's like, Oh yeah, of course we love this band and this does something to our sound like I mean do you have like or is it everyone just bringing their own stuff or I mean most bands will have one one sound that maybe they're not trying to sound like but that everyone is just kind of as a group into is is, does that have uh...
1: I I think I think we would be more of a band where we individually draw from a specific sound Mm -hmm. Um, it'd be hard especially with a five-member band it's hard for us all to kind of look (laughs) at one band and say that's who we kind of really sound like but there there are lots of instances that you hear a song that you write, and you're like, wow, we really kind of captured that style. Right. But at the same sense, you know, I don't think we're that band where, you know, every song is its own individual style. Like, we we do have a definition, uh, but like you said, you know, in the 90s, you could almost break people into five different categories. And now, because, you know, people are drawing from the history of music, you've got these sub-genres that are just so vast that it's... Crazy. It's impossible, you know. to, yeah, for ourselves to try and say we're either we hardcore or or you know grindcore, thrash right. metal, punk. Like there's so many little pieces you can put in, and by the end of it, you're a you're a ten word genre. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, there's <with> a bunch <laughs> of <laughs> hyphens <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, so, yeah, yeah, core, right? Engine core. Yeah. So I mean, I <laughs> yeah. think anybody you look at a song like, wow, that really got a cancer Bad vibe, or right, that right. one's like, wow, it's like every time I die, like I can really hear some of those influences. And and I think beyond that, we, it's tough to really look at it any other way. So what do you tell people? So if you, you know, someone uh, you haven't seen in a while, it's like, hey, you're a band, what kind of music, like, just do you just say a off, punk
6: band? or throw a punk band. i say hardcore. But yeah. It's only because, uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe this is what I, I listen to more, but.
5: I'd rather not label it so that people don't get this, like, preconceived illusion of what the band's going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, there's been times where I've heard what, the band's supposed to be like, and I just get turned off from it. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, don't identify with anything too, too much. Come and check it out, and if you like it, you do, you don't, whatever. Like, good music is universal, Yeah, Yeah, right? yeah, so fair enough,
1: fair enough, Honestly, enough. my Honestly, I, I say we're aggressive. It's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It works. If you, yeah. if you like yeah. heavy, aggressive music, there's a good chance yeah. you'll like us. Well, I think the
3: name of the band tips that off, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you guys be playing folk? Like, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, and so you hold that with a name, yeah. for sure. Yeah. No, and I, I, know, I know it's a hard question, too. I mean, I think this comes up a lot on here. Even right if we are talking like a folk band or something, it's like, what do you call it? Because, yeah, like, it used to be so simple. Everything was put into these categories, and now, yeah, ten hyphenated names, something, something, well, something. Even cool. like, clothes that the people wear basically to find bands these days? You know, like, a
6: dude can wear a Slayer shirt or a Cannibal Corpse shirt. Yeah. Or they can wear fucking, like, skate clothes, and they can be playing the same music, but everyone calls it two different things, you know? Right, right. It's so much harder. And, like, hardcore,
3: I, I feel, is the hardest one because like, hardcore was one thing and then it became another thing and now, like, if someone says they're in a hardcore band, I have no idea what they sound yeah. like. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think of hardcore, I think of bad brains, but then I also think of, like, that shit in the 90s I liked, like, those stupid, you know, like, Strife and stuff, right? Yeah. And, I mean, those are completely yeah. different types of music and then it's something else now, entirely, so...
7: Yeah.
3: I guess punk is... Punk is
5: clear enough, sort yeah. of, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Punk with a pissed off fucking vibe to it, I don't mean, know. <laughs> Where did the name come from? Who came up with it? That's Snake's...
3: Yeah, like it's, it's, yeah, I like it, I
1: like it, it's, uh, it's, it's, awesome. Awesome. Was, it's an interesting yeah, story. Yeah, no, just, and, yeah. And, and I'm trying to think, like, if there's some, like, story behind it, I don't even think there's anything much other than, it was, it's almost, I think for a band, it was just, like, this scenario of two bears fighting, okay. like, really, and, it, and it's, so, it, it's, it's that literal. simple, like, like good, yeah. the, the end result of something so, you know, <laughs> aggressive and, and thrashy, you know, like, and you I'll give you taken a lot of different ways, but like just to simplify it and really like in a in a name like if, if there's one way to describe what you're gonna get out of our music is is, is, is a <laughs> Yeah. but in the in the same sense it's just it, it uh, to us it's like oh, it sounds cool, you know it looks cool yeah. and, it, and it gives the idea that we are a, a heavy aggressive band, and that's really I think what you want in a name is
5: is people can hear it and at least get some idea of what they're that's gonna right, expect yeah. I remember when we just started, we didn't even have a name yet, and I was told over a text message after I guess the boys were drinking or something that, yeah, our uh, bad name is going to be called Bear Fight, <laughs> and without even contesting it, I was like, yeah, sure, like, <laughs> I'm, yeah, in. Yeah. I'm in, I'm <laughs> in.
6: Yeah, because remember, Nick had it as like Instagram or something like that, and I remember he was saying, like, we need to figure out a name, I was like, Bear Fight, what do you mean? Like, yeah. That's fucking perfect. Well, well yeah, yeah, you too, kind yeah. of talk
1: about it, it's like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm using this as a tag, because eventually it's going to be something to do with uh, the with project, and, and it worked out.
3: That's good. That's kind of where witch police is the same idea. Like, I wrote down, uh, people always like, why, do you, why is you think called witch police? It has nothing to do with music, it has nothing to do with, <laughs> with interviews, like, what is it? And it's like, I'm not going to get into the whole story, cause it, but, but basically, we were, I was, uh, some friends were watching a horror movie, kind of semi-marathon with me, and we, got, we saw, I think it was Rosemary's Baby, and uh, I think I said, like, well, oh, why don't you just call the cops and solve this problem, you know, an hour into the movie? And then someone said, well, what, are they going to call the witch police? I wrote it down and then I found it like weeks later and I was like witch police stop. I gotta use this for something yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. what kind of voodoo authority is that? Like. <laughs> gotta stop having those people over <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. I used to do that all the time just write things down that I thought were interesting and then you find it in the wash or something and it's like what is this yeah <laughs> I had one that said fire dogs, I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> so this could very well be been called fire dog radio. I don't know. <laughs> fire it's dog, it's yeah, not it's. bad, no bad. But yeah, okay, anyway, for people who haven't heard fire dog radio before, uh, the way it works <laughs> is we punch a button on a computer, it gives us a theme word, and uh, the guests and hosts select songs that relate to the theme, and we like to tell people that there's no wrong answers, basically any way you can make a connection to the word is cool, um, and... Hopefully, we encourage people to take weird tangents to connect the word, to Or you can be as literal as possible and just do a song within the title. What is our word today? Uh, bush. Bush.
4: Yeah. So, uh, well, I don't know how you
3: guys felt about that. I mean, uh, it is a random word, so it's, uh, it can go a lot of different directions, I guess. But, I mean, did you guys have any difficulty finding songs that related to Bush, or was it, like, a fairly well
5: easy... Uh, <laughs> I found that it's pretty vague, so, like, you want to almost go spot on with the word, but right. then you could start to get a little bit crazy and interpret it in different ways, but, I don't know. We all just brought Glycerine by Bush. <laughs> <It's not laughs> that would be really funny good.
3: Actually, the whole show. Is just, yeah. my <laughs> kind kind of <laughs> I think
5: everyone thought about that song. Do you have a copy of
3: sixteen
1: Stone Lightroom? No.
5: Well, <laughs> I might.
3: <laughs> so, do one of you want to choose a song first to uh, kick things off?
1: Anyone? Uh, well, yeah, I'm really excited about my choice. Is it's, it uh, Beating Around a Bush by okay. uh, ACDC. Because it's always nice to get an ACDC on the radio that isn't Hell's Bells.
0: So
3: ACDC that didn't sound like ACDC
7: yeah
4: there, ac
3: yeah, ACDC it was almost like kind of punky at the beginning it could have been, if it kept that speed up and maybe got more a little more, uh, a little less ACDC yeah could have been something core
1: yeah you never know if Bon Scott stuck around yeah. the direction would have been but the drummer still would have been bored but yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> like the listener yeah <laughs>
3: I don't know like that's one of those bands that I've heard a billion times I've never it's never occurred to me to go and buy an ACDC record I don't know I, I don't dislike them I just It's like a starter band I guess Yeah, you know, I don't know Like
1: when you're really young You're used... a gateway band. Gate- yeah, band Yeah
3: Yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's where they are Yeah, yeah I guess I just never Went down that gateway or something I mean I hear I could probably Sing half their You know Because they're all It's about yeah. balls and thunder and. Yeah. <laughs> Who
1: doesn't love songs About balls Right, exactly right? Yeah. <laughs> It's like
3: the same riff essentially With a couple of notes Different here and it's there it. but usually... Well, it's the easiest cover band I guess, yeah, yeah Yeah yeah, I see, Good choice. Yeah. fits <laughs> the yeah. bush, bush theme. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard that, too, so that was cool.
1: That was cool. You know, some different, some different.
3: So did you just look that up, like, you just searched for
1: the word bush, or did you already have that in your... Uh, completely, yeah. No, <laughs> I searched bush. There's <laughs> so, 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 nothing wrong with it. Well, it... when the theme came about, like, typically I think I would have, like, the type of person I am, I want to try and, something a little not so obvious, but at this with that that theme, bush... It's a, that's a tricky one because you can go so far one way that you've completely gone off-topic, yeah, so yeah, yeah. keeping the name in the title but going off with, with, uh, with a song that isn't as popular as others, I felt like it was a, an appropriate choice. All right,
7: well,
3: yeah. hopefully next we'll hear Glycerine, right? Yeah, hopefully. We're <laughs> <laughs> all in Glycerine. I don't know. We're going to get to it at some point. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so, okay, I know we talked about before that song that, like, it's impossible to, to genre and define a genre with because everything's all crazy now with the cores and those typos. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, who, this is something I think that came up when we were talking to Union Cards last time. Like those guys seem to play a lot of shows with the same kind of bands just because of who's in the scene mm-hmm. for that kind of music. Like, do you guys find the same thing? Is there kind of a small group of bands that are always playing shows together? Because I, <laughs> yeah. not just it's, with punk stuff, yeah. but just in general, I seem to see a lot of types of music sort of like in these corners where they're, these are the bands and they must all hang out because they're always yeah, playing so shows I, together. I, th-
6: I think the pop punk thing, that's the big one at the yeah. moment. Where it's like <clears throat> six bands and there's a combination of those six bands every single show. Nothing against that, but they, they definitely keep it to themselves. Yeah. The thing with us, man, at least with like Steve and I doing the yeah. team, Steve. So if we try to get like four different bands or, you know, two that are friends of ours and then one kind of a little bit different, I guess, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to kind of keep it interesting. Yeah,
2: the community is certainly there, though. Like we, especially as of late, like we've been playing a lot of shows with, although we try not to stick to particular genres, <laughs> but we're playing a lot of shows with a lot of bands that do not fit Okay. With the genre that like we... Like, what kind of what kind of stuff? Well, I mean, just... just. Chief oh. and Kareem, we've played, like, yeah. probably three or four things oh, yeah. with yeah.
6: those rap guys. Like, all the Death Wish stuff, we played multiple shows with But that stars. stuff
2: has at least, like, the
3: kind of punk attitude, though, right? I mean, For sure, it's just yeah, rap, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but but really... I
6: mean, we're by far the heaviest <laughs> band we've
2: actually played with. Yeah, the, yeah we're okay. playing on Friday with gold mountain too yes yeah. so oh, yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah yeah sugar stick as
5: well which is just uh, right. super very, sweet pop punk like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah we had them on here too it, yeah. it's not an issue but it's just you got two two softer styles and if we're in the middle of the set or the end the set it's like all right here's <laughs> the heavy aggressive now back switch over but
2: it's it's awesome though because the winnipeg music scene is so supportive and yeah. especially that you know that community that you know i kind of think of as nobody gives a shit, right? Like they'll yeah. go on and listen to a softer band play and then they'll witness us like Josh fucking yelling in their face for <laughs> 45 minutes and, yeah. then, and then they'll go watch something completely different and everybody kind of sticks with it and seems to enjoy it so it's it's fun.
3: Well, I feel like a lot of those bands that, like the ones you just mentioned I mean like the Deathwish stuff and like someone like Gold Mountain and even Sugar Stick too I mean a lot of those people are all sort of at one point or at one point or another in their history, have all kind of been part of the same scene. Like sure, it's people, you know, exactly. who used to be in punk bands doing folkier stuff, or who used to be in punk bands, heavier bands doing pop punk or, or whatever.
7: Yeah,
3: and, and uh, like I think it's cool to see that because it's the same old guys. who keep getting older every year, and <laughs> just playing like occasionally softer music, occasionally heavier music. But um, like, do you notice? I'm assuming you guys are all kind of in the same age group as us. <clears throat> um, do you notice a difference in in terms of the audiences? of, you know, the people who kind of came up in that scene where all of these bands are from versus the younger kids, maybe in their early 20s, who have no idea, you know, that they, they weren't around oh, for well, the previous Josh bands. I, so, yes. Is it? Okay, I, no, I, right, I, right. okay, well, how old are you guys? You're like early 20s? or 24. Okay. Yeah, Okay. I turned 24. Well, there we so, go, yeah. assuming everyone's like an yeah. old. guy. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> an old guy thing to do. Though. It is.
5: Totally. Me and Brock weren't around during those times. We were still in... Elementary school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, definitely... elementary school things. Definitely heard a lot lot about it. I didn't have, and I'm jealous that I wasn't uh, able to go drink in the bars and go see all the awesome shit that was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, definitely you see guys progressing and changing. And I can see in myself in 10 years or whatever that I probably will be onto to something new. Because I've just learned recently that things don't stay the same. Like, I just... Right. That's how it is. But if you can hold on to playing music and music that inspires you to inspire other people, then just like the city is, you'll get a good you'll get people to support you, that's what I'm trying to say. So no matter what everyone's doing, it's good yeah. that we all still support music scene here in Winnipeg. yeah,
3: well, that's one thing about Winnipeg too, like just doing the show for like, you know, caught up on three years now. Mm-hmm. I mean no matter what kind of artist is in here they are always supported by other people for sure. It's, it's really cool. to Not in fun. here. Not in here. but In, in, in
4: wherever we are, in yeah. the back of a van or whatever. Like, yeah, it takes yeah. a very discerning type of lowbrow character to
3: invite to my apartment. Right. And you guys fit the bill. <laughs>
4: well, I guess I guess uh,
3: kind of what I was getting at more more so is like, when bands like that, you I know, mean, having been in bands myself, not recently, but you know, in the past, and the same kind of thing has happened where it's a lot of people in other bands on the same bill are people that I played with five years ago, ten years ago, whatever. I mean. Do you? I mean, I'm not even sure how to word this properly, but like, all those people are supporting because it's their friends, it's their friends' new projects, it's they're automatically going to like it no matter what you're doing. I mean, you know, the guys in Chief is a cream, for example. They played in bands with some of these some yeah, of these yeah, punk guys, yeah. or, you know. So they're 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 there to support no matter what. But I mean, the up and coming bands playing similar style similar styles of music, <laughs> uh, and again with the whole style thing, which is hard to pin down. But I mean, mm-hmm. if you guys are playing with a punk band, that's you know they they just started. I mean, do they? is there a different scene for the younger bands or is it all kind of and the older guys are kind of doing their thing over here with that crowd has followed them to all the bands if that makes sense yeah I, I, don't know, I don't know really much about the age to be honest but i
6: think it's your group of friends mm-hmm. right you know what right. i mean like even like kyle like he's your age i think you know yeah. like but i mean it's there's i don't really see an age difference in that respect but we all know each other that's why yeah there's no way i could go to see all the shows that of people that i don't even know Right. Like it's hard enough trying to get to everyone's show like every week or two you're going to see a band. It's like I know at least one person in one of these bands for sure. Like yeah, yeah. I, think, uh, I don't know what anyone else does besides. Yeah, and that.
1: I I really put it to like we've seen certain venues go down and I think a lot of like the shows that you saw and a lot of the groups of bands you saw put together were almost revolving around the venues we had. Like we had the Albert at yeah. one point where you had not not just friends rotating through that venue, but a certain set of bands. A certain you know, style they, almost yeah, yeah, and they weren't all friends, but they all were kind of passing through that place. And so you've got almost the same guy behind the Windsor now, which is great because. But shows nowadays seem more DIY than they were five years ago, where you know we're promoting our own shows. Yeah, yeah. You know, I might be on the backs of Team Steve or you know other promotions out there, but it's really mm-hmm. you know if if we don't see the band it's not it's not going to come up in conversation it's not that it's not like oh well like we don't want this band to be on a bill it's just if if you're not like you said younger bands may not be in that scene yeah like we just came like for myself we just played a show with bad pants which to me seems like a pretty new up-and-coming punk band and you know they they kicked ass and it's like well where are, yeah, are these guys yeah, right yeah. and and none of them you know they they're new to me i've never i don't know anyone in the band but it's just as soon as you see them you're like okay you're like we need to get these guys on bills cuz you're almost starving for new bands oh, yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. there's okay. no there's no forum for that like as <coughs> as social media like we've got so many avenues like at our fingertips like we've got You know, we should have you know like just a a database of new bands where you could start plugging through that. Right, it should be easier now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to make it as fast as possible and not just have it linked to friends. But I think with venues going down, you've almost created this. Where people are just fighting to get to the new venue, like like you, whatever like, that happens to be, right? Yeah, yeah. Like a, it was almost like the Albert went down, and everyone scurried off, and they they had no idea really where to go as a band to play. And then like you you lost your avenue of just emailing somebody like, hey, I'm a new band, you know, like put me on a bill, like yeah. let me open up for whatever, like just like. And now it's just like you're depending on your friends versus depending on a promoter who's willing yeah. to sit there and and sift through new people, and so. Yeah. Yeah, we see these new bands. Like, where were you guys, you know? And and then you look back, and they're playing just random shows yeah. here or there that they can get. And it's like, well, no, like come come in in the into the scene with all these other bands that we know of, and we'll, you know, we'll throw you on the next bill and right. like, cause like, you've got the hardcore scene, which seems a little enclosed, where like you've got a group that, you know. It seems like the idea is to just completely turn their back on, on, on the standard show as far as like, we're going to get a venue, we're going to pay for it, we're going to charge tickets, you're going to come, you're going to have a great time, you're going to leave. Now it's, we're going to find a house, it's going to be a house party. Invitation only. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If if it's not a house party, it's not hardcore. You know, like there's this almost like unwritten set of rules that, that, you know, bands like us, well, we're heavy. We just want to find bands similar to us and just have a good time where it's, we've, we, you know, we're still looking for that. And, and if it means playing a bill with people that are from the hardcore or from hip hop background, pop punk background, whatever, you know, because like you guys said, everyone's ready to accept you. Like everyone's ready to come to the show and and have a blast. But at the same time, you know, you want to put on bills that are similar, right? Because at the, at the end of the day, it's put on a show for people to come and have a good time. Yeah, Yeah. There's no more of the days of the collective where you can have a Sunday, like Sunday night Anyone and everyone, all ages, can show up and see a hardcore show Right. because all the hardcore shows are in a house now. On it's the same twenty people going each other. And, yeah, and, and unless you play the certain way that you know, not everyone plays like. Yeah, yeah. You're not invited to the house party, and that's just—it's too bad because it's—it's it's just enclosing the Winnipeg scene, which which is is so large and so vast that like you're not going to get anywhere closing your closing your. Yeah your eyes to new music.
3: It's, the, sure. it's interesting. I mean, the,
1: the part of the reason
3: I asked the question about
1: the, the age thing is because,
3: uh, I guess earlier this year it must have been, um, I interviewed some rappers who are very, you know, they're early 20s. And I also around the same time interviewed a lot of rappers. I used to listen to her now, you know, early 40s kind of thing. And it was really different. Like they didn't know of each other. It was weird. It was like these guys, like this is the one scene of guys who have been doing it for the past 20 years. And they're playing whatever shows and they all know each other and doing this. And then there's these young guys and they had barely even heard of the guys that, to me, it's like, well, how can you be rapping yeah, in Winnipeg yeah. and not know who that is? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I, I, want, I just wonder if it's the same thing with, with, I mean, obviously there's certain bands in Winnipeg, like Propaganda is a good example, that everyone who plays any kind of heavy music is going to know about and going to be into. But I wonder how, I mean, I don't know if you guys have an answer to this, probably not, but I wonder how much, how many of the bands from, you know, when we were, like, bands in the late 90s and stuff, I wonder how many of those bands are even known by the up-and-coming bands. Oh, is there
6: yeah. a man? I mean, I'd i would I'd be very surprised if anyone knew who Port was. Yeah, really? And even, that, that's not Yeah, long considering ago. those guys decided to roadrun a record yeah. for a while. And that was, you what, what like, 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 early 2000s, mid-2000s? Yeah, yeah. And yeah that was, like, 2006, long ago 2006 yeah, yeah, 2007. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, exactly. It's not even 10 years ago, but I doubt if anyone, like, wow. really would know. Which is unfortunate. It isn't, like, a, you know, know, part of the friend kind of thing there. I don't right, think right. anyone would know that. But I
3: guess it's not that surprising. The same thing with the rappers, right? The same they're just, yeah, it's generational, maybe? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, but, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like Stevo can
6: name check every fucking band that's ever oh, existed, in yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and talk to me like I know what it is. I'm yeah. like, oh,
5: dude, I yeah. have no idea. Who that is, like, yeah. that's why I like so, talking to Stevo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like well, I remember that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, for and for me, it's like I've heard about these bands through people that I know, and to just get back to your point before, it's like uh, people playing together like each other because they know each other, right? Yeah. It's all about networking, so. If we can kind of break away from that, maybe we'll be able to see new bands. But I know that the shows that we're putting on is because of people we know more than just going out there to find somebody to fit the bill. It's right. Who do we know in this city? Because we know you know a lot of people. because yeah. Winnipeg is close to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah, but where do you look beyond your friends? You know, like it's it's.
1: There's, so at somebody's gotta got make, it, make yeah. an app out of
3: that. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Yeah, we should. I don't know how to do it. But. <laughs> yeah, 2015. Yeah. I know, I know, almost 2016. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna pick a song just because we've been. Uh, we got to get the, the songs going on sure, here. Sure. Um, I was thinking of. I'm not going to play Glycerine. <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> it's coming soon, I promise. I did think of that first, but not that song. But I was like, okay, yeah, I, 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 mean, I, I don't want to play Bush, but it seemed like it should be done. I'm not going to play Bush. Um, I'm going to play a song from an album called My Life in the Bush of Ghosts, which is a record that Brian Eno made with um, David Byrne from Talking Heads. And it was kind of in between a couple Talking Heads, Talking Heads albums. He was, Eno was producing them all the time. There's was that kind of really good run, late 70s, early 80s of, of Talking Heads records that he produced and this is like this really weird album they made. It's kind of like world musicy influenced. There's a bunch of Afrobeat stuff. There's all these sort of experimental things. And all the vocals or most of the vocals are um like samples from things. Just like random found things. So this is this is like an Afrobeat kinda jam with a sample of an exorcism over top of it. <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's, it's really they just found this exorcism. I don't know where it comes from. And so it's just this like this the kind of relentless sort of beat And, uh, like, yeah, with with an exorcism. The song's called uh, The Jezebel Spirit, and it's from an album called My Life from the Bush of Ghosts. Alright, so that, yeah, that was uh, the Jezebel spirit with a lot of exorcisms going on from uh, my life in the Bush of Ghosts. So, Bush, <laughs> yeah. No, no, too, I think so, the video was fun. I mean, it's not, <laughs> right. no AC/DC, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, I do really like that album, though. It's uh, it's really weird. Uh, it's from 1981, I think, and yeah, it was just like apparently something they did between Talking Heads records. It
5: would have been negative ten.
3: Wow make me feel extremely old <laughs> whenever people say they're born I mean not, I, I was I was born in 82 so I wasn't even born yet but whenever someone says they were born in the 90s it like freaks me right out. I don't know I remember being like yeah 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 it, it, seems, it doesn't seem right this born in the 90s is an adult
4: you know what I mean well, think about what we were doing in the 90s right I mean even if you go to the end of the 90s single people who were born in 91 92 that means by the time we were 18 in 99 yeah they were yeah. seven yeah yeah they were in elementary school they selling SSU to their t- siblings. yeah <laughs> parents.
3: probably their parents yeah. yeah
4: not that I can do with selling drugs to anybody's parents but if you got a parent who's looking <laughs> <laughs>
3: well some of those parents that are born in the 90s yeah, maybe course. you are a parent who's looking <laughs> I don't know I just remember when I first saw the thing that said, uh, you know, Sev, that thing like you must be this old to buy smokes, and it was 1990. Yeah, I, I was, I was happy. Was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was it. Uh, that was the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Life was over. But yeah, that's from '81. So, <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> a good song. yeah. So, um, I guess back, back to talk about barefoot <laughs> stuff. Um, the album you guys are doing, Does it have a title yet? Do you have a, a name for it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It, Is it? Can it, you share yes. it?
6: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's called memories, jealousy, truth.
3: Okay. Yeah. Is that reference to one of the songs or? No,
6: it's actually my little brother's initials. Okay. He passed away like five years ago, five and a half years ago. Okay. So yeah, I just kind of came up with that, and everyone was nice enough to kind of. To kind of go. Well, it ties into the words. The words kind of tie into
5: the themes of. Uh... Yeah. Songs written.
6: Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not just like completely. That's like, that's like not, the yeah, three yeah. words that I could think of most that kind of fit in with, I guess, what Josh was kind of saying. We didn't use the random <laughs> word generator. Right, yeah. yeah. And right. That's, that's, that's our that's It's, our it's relevant. <laughs>
5: Listen to the album when it comes out and see how you can interpret what the, 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 it means. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, what, I mean, while you guys are here, <laughs> what kind of themes are you guys writing about? I mean, uh, you know, because again, with the whole genres thing, I mean, uh, hardcore, if we're going to call you guys that, is like. Or whatever So there's not like You know certain types of punk rock You know what the songs are about yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean But like It could be I mean Do you have uh, Is there kind of unifying themes On the record Like, uh, Or do you guys write Unifying sort of well, uh, I'll, Josh. I'll, I'll <laughs> go on
5: about that uh, Well Most Most of the time When I'm when I'm good at writing I'll tell you my formula Is when I've uh, <laughs> Been broken up with girls Right <laughs> like, like I think know, that's most people Pretty much that's how music works Either you're fucking Pissed off with somebody Or on drugs Or whatever yeah. Right so I'd say the good theme of this first album, my first ever thing in music is, I'd say, breaking up with someone or losing someone close in your life. Not to death, but just to things changing around you. So as my first ever input into the music world, it's basically yeah, just about relationships going self kind of thing. I guess it sounds kind of cheesy, but that's where I have pulled my uh, inspiration from, and that's what gets me fucking pissed off. <laughs> But with moving forward, we're uh, taking a different direction. Well, I am, at least, with the writing, the lyrics. And uh, it's, yeah, just going to be different from that. But what I can say is relationships going down. That's kind of where I pull my motivation for. Well, that for. works well for aggressive music, too, I guess, yeah, where you yeah. get,
3: get cathartic. How yeah. Yeah. how is the writing of the? I mean, do you do all lyrics are solely your Yeah, lyric? lyrics
5: are solely me. I. Go home, get cozy, put some light some candles. Who <laughs> yeah. knows if I'm wearing clothes or not? Yeah, you just get to write. Is the
3: music collaborative though, or
1: do you have like kind of main songwriters? Or it was it? tricky with the album because essentially all songs were written while I was playing drums. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so Brock stepped in right at the beginning. It was actually, um, really interesting. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, man. Brock stepped in, kind of learned the songs really quick, and then we went into the recording process not long after that we probably i think maybe played one show and then we were into recording so um a lot of what's heard on the album is brock's first interpretations of the songs um which sound great by the way uh but yeah no so in the end like we're we're now really learning to write as a band like in a different way i think like if if you really pinpoint it for us kind of the guitars get together. Like, for the music side of things, yeah. like, we'll kind of get together and come up with just some ideas and then a take skeleton. that to everybody. Yeah, and not really even a skeleton, um, more like just, you know, a couple blocks of, of noise and just that we know we really want to kind of piece together okay. and then put that to the drums and the bass and and then come up with a structure and a foundation and then, and then it's really about handing it over to Josh so he can get cozy and and
5: and write music you know and
1: and so but it's tricky because we're it's it's not like a typical band where we've been together all in the same lineup for two years and we've established a a writing theme like uh on the album like I I do play guitar on the album but essentially a lot of what I'm doing you know I wrote for the album like I wrote it right there right before so like um, yeah, you know, so we're in an interesting transition, but I think now we're finally slowly getting think, a formula. Yeah, I think we're starting to find our dynamic is like when I,
2: like Nick said, when I when I first came out, it was like um, finally I get I wanted to play with this band for a really long time because <laughs> Josh and I grew up like since kindergarten together, and I've always been in other bands, and he always wanted to get in the music scene, and finally did and. I just kind of looked at it and was like, what the fuck, like, why am I not playing drums in <laughs> your yeah, band, like, yeah, yeah. what the hell, and, um, stars aligned, and, um, the band made room for me, which was awesome, and, uh, yeah, it, it, I just kind of picked up the songs, and it was, I hadn't even played a show, we were like, okay, we're ready to record a 10 song album, here you go, let's go record, it's cool. like, fucking, really, really fun, yeah. um, but since then, we've written a couple a couple of songs, and as of late, especially like, it seems like we're starting to kind of run down a hill in terms of writing music. Like things are starting to come along a lot quicker, and everybody seems to mesh pretty well with each other, and it's it's really exciting to see what's going to come next because it certainly is. There's a lot of core elements from the what will be new album, right? Um, uh, but it certainly is heading in a different direction, so well, it's it's interesting to see what the future is That's an like.
3: interesting thing to bring up, because I know I've talked to other bands who are in similar situations where they've had kind of a recent lineup change, <laughs> and in a lot of cases, I've heard them say things like, you know, they have a new album that's already recorded and is coming out, but everything they're doing now is almost a complete departure yeah. from what's on the album, because mm-hmm. things have changed in the lineup. I can't, I can't think of an example of someone we talked to recently, but... There was a, been a few bands where there's been kind of like a few key members have gone, and it's like, oh, hey, oh, well, Future Kids was a good. Future one. Kids, because yeah, they they yeah. half their band quit. Yeah. So they replaced the singer and the guitarist. It was the rhythm section was all that was left, and they continued on as the same band and it sounds completely different from yeah. the album so like that's uh, I, I don't know I mean I don't think it's as drastic with you guys uh, change wise because and I think well depending on
1: um, who's moving and, right. yeah, and, exactly. and yeah. because yeah you know I think moving a singer out is going to be a completely like a game changer for a band definitely um, you know and, and Josh is our sound like his aggression his attitude and it really comes out in the live show but like that's you know we can play as as down tune and heavy as possible without josh like we don't get our aggression right. right you know and that's that's what makes us so that would be a big difference for us um so moving drummers really like i mean i i can play drums and i can hold you know hold us going but brock just went up a notch and and really you know made this band sound complete Right? Okay. And so with with the professional side on the drums and then Josh's aggression, like, yeah, you know, you can't, like, you can't beat that, right? But yeah, I couldn't imagine having to switch out, uh, like, uh, you know, keep the rhythm section and yeah. switch everything out. I think that would be uh, yeah. a, a yeah. totally it different It's crazy that different. they kept their band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
6: yeah. yeah, when, even when we first started, there was only four of us right. to begin with, so.
3: Well, even adding an extra member, yeah, that had to. Yeah, I'd like, totally write music,
6: bring yeah. it to jam. And then, like, because it's living with Steve forever, so we jam on music as well, Yeah. show it to Nick, then we'd kind of put it together, and then Josh would do his thing, whereas now it's kind of, we just change, it's not even just the fact there's extra people, it's, like, the the way we want to do it, like, Nick will come out to my house, we'll kind of do it that way, and then okay. kind of bring it to jam, I guess it's just, like, a different way of doing it, really, but I only have one guitar before, it's, like... I just play what I want to play and then everyone yeah. kind of does their thing yeah. But now yeah, yeah. it's like well Nick writes a song and I kind of put my stuff to it it's like oh this is brand new for me like I've never kind of done that before so it's, it's cool in that respect because yeah. it has an extra
3: level of depth to the guitar sound too right? yeah yeah good. new good element
1: of yeah influence I would
7: say
3: cool well um, I know we always leave Ryan till the end so maybe we should let him pick a song now okay wow well. it seems like the past <laughs> few weeks have all we, you I wonder what he's be... going to pick yeah.
4: yeah I got a pretty good idea is it Bush? <laughs> uh, well originally it was obviously gonna be it was going to be Bush and then I thought, well, what about uh, what about No Doubt? Because she was married to Bush Guy. Nice. Oh, yeah. Ah. And then I remembered that No Doubt uh, played on the Rock, <laughs> yeah, Rock Against Bush, buckle Bush up, albums. Buckle up, buckle up. Back whoa, whoa, in 2004. Like, like meta, yeah. yeah, so then I looked into who else played on the Rock Against Bush albums. And then I was like... Alcalon Trio's War Brain. Okay. But then I was like, I played Alcalon <laughs> like four or five times in the four or five times I've been on the show. <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to go with Jawbreaker, awesome. Chesterfield King, which is off of uh, Rock Against Bush.
3: So that was Jawbreaker. Yeah. And that was yeah. definitely the best route to Bush that yeah. we've had so far. I think I like that. That was good. Tough to beat. You yeah,
2: should have yeah. gone last.
3: Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The thing with going last is that we, we actually we don't come back and talk after the last song. We just kind of close the show out. Ah. So like, you've got some good stuff and we've saved it to the end and then it's like, oh, we can't discuss this. Because yeah. Wow, well, that's my deep-seated uh, uh,
4: rejection of it all. I just come home and shake my head until I fall asleep. <laughs> Ryan's always
3: gotta go last yep. yeah. you don't have to you just up. <laughs> it's pick up you know jump in you're the boss <laughs> yeah. you're the boss he yeah. knows his place at least <laughs> so I want to ask a question that we ask everybody and you know which question this is This is the, because there's so many different types of bands we have on here at different levels of success or whatever you want to call it like you guys have an album coming out how are you releasing the album because is it I mean, some people just do digital some people do Vinyl, if they can afford it. Other people will do CD and digital. Some people will do tapes. Like it, it's not how it used to be, where there was just an obvious everyone does a CDR kind of thing. Right now, it's just totally out there. So, do you guys have a plan for this? Yeah, or I mean,
6: would... like obviously vinyl would be fucking awesome. Yeah, actually I mean, it's is so expensive, it's ridiculous. So no one ever does it. Well, yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is how the conversation goes every time. It does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I looked into it, even, just really, in the show. Yeah. even like a small amount just for us to even get them ourselves. Yeah. It's like man, it costs you like fifty bucks a vinyl. Yeah, it totally, do do it a few. totally. But yeah, we're gonna do CD, um, just because that's kind of. Like, it's a physical thing, you know, but we're trying to... Steve-O kind of wants, like, a certain type of CD, but the rest of us want a different type, so we're still working on
3: convincing what's him. The, what, like a cd versus an actual CD or something? No, or
6: we a... want, like, the DigiPacks, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah. favorite kind of type yeah, of are CD. Good, yeah, yeah. But apparently the CD quality isn't as good as, like, a proper CD. Really? But the only way we can get those... Is like, like the actual sound on the C D is on his It's you know like the blue burns versus yeah, yeah, like yeah, the okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So he wants the yeah. other way around, which makes sense, but the packaging is shit. And I'm like, well people are gonna look at the packaging, not the C D. That's true. So but I mean that's a plan just to have like a digipack. Just a simple kind of thing, some live shots and all that
3: kind So is of stuff. Steve will gonna hear this and just be like, Fuck yeah, you.
2: Hopefully it's we'll still, it's still up for debate. It's yeah. not decided yet. It might either. be a bit
3: of both, but it's just going
2: to be <laughs> CD. Could Don't worry, Steve O, we, we haven't made a <laughs> <bad> decision <idea. laughs> yet.
3: But the digital, too, I guess, right? That's like an is Yeah, you, a, you know, have got a, a band camp sign. just yeah. put around there as yeah. well.
2: I mean, yeah, it's always nice to have something tangible, though, because yeah, course those yeah. things move more digital, and it kind of just gets lost by the wayside if you don't have anything that people can actually Well, and the thing that comes home. up every
3: time we talked about, it about this too <laughs> is uh, everyone wants to have something to sell at shows. Yeah. 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 Which I mean is like, you know, yeah, you can have t-shirts or whatever or stickers or whatever yeah. everyone has, but yeah, CD is like, you bring home the recording of the band you just
1: saw. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you work on a CD, and you know, and as we move into the digital age, like there's so many, yeah, like easy options to just put something and stream it, which yeah. is fine. We'll do that, of course. But at the end of the day, all the work that you put in, you know, you want to be able to sit back and put something in your hand, you know, hold on to it, and then you know, pass it to somebody and say, you know, listen to this, yeah. right? And, yeah. and so. You know, that's that's just what we're, what we're going to do is have that. And then especially, you know, if you do something digital only, like to do a CD release, is kind of... There's no you know, CD release, release yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. so you do something, obviously, like...
5: Legs. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, like, I think we toss around certain ideas where, you know, maybe we, we break the songs up and we can do a smaller vinyl or
5: okay.
1: we... You know, like, there's lots of ways because in the end, yeah, you want to try and put something on vinyl, but 10 songs, uh, that turns into an LP and then, yeah, like... The cost, like Steven's saying, yeah, the costs just go yeah. way up there, but yeah. you know, so it's just uh, make sure you still got a couple goals left over so that the next record you can. Yeah, fair enough. Then you can. Uh, it's not like
6: we're a touring band where you can just put them online and have that as the kind of thing to get people to shows. Right. like, no. no, we're gonna we want to sell it because we, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to like make money or anything, but just you know. Plus, it's cool, man. When I'm old, I want to be able to look at my fucking barefoot record. Right.
3: This is something. It's for sure, for sure. Because I mean, (laughs) everything's so disposable now. Because it's all online, right? If something. Somehow, you know, Bandcamp maybe crashes ten years from now or whatever. And everything's, everything's done. Everything's exactly. gone, right. Yeah. So, exactly. Uh, exactly. So, yeah, we should put this podcast on on tape. We <laughs> should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sell them. Sell them at the live show. It's a whole <laughs> lot of cassettes. Just a bunch of cassettes. Yeah. Probably yeah. like a multi. Get it on cassette. vinyl. Yeah, wow. yeah. These are long enough yeah. too. They'd be like five cassettes. So. <laughs> we,
4: yeah, we'd have to do the old of blank tapes. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great orange ones. Yeah. The orange
3: yeah. The black, accordion yeah. holder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for Sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. You just fold it out. Yeah. Big books. You guys. Yeah. Got the
1: hundred tape. Uh, Catalog Yes the, the, the series. <laughs> don't
3: worry. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird because I was uh, like, there's a new record store in Polo Park. I was gonna ask you about that. What? You put that
6: on Facebook. I, yeah. I, I work
3: near Polo Park, so I went for a walk there at lunch just to like wander around. And there's they have a new section of the mall, which I don't, I don't even if I, I go there, I don't usually do going over the food court. So like I'm not actually, yeah. I don't pay attention to what new stores they have. But they have a new section they built, and I walked through there. Just like, okay, whatever, I'll walk through here to the food court. <laughs> and there's a record store. And it's, like, not like HMV where they sell video games and t-shirts and crap. Like, they have records and CDs. And it's an actual store. And it, hmm. I went in there and I was like, this is, like, it seemed like it wasn't real. You don't like, mean Urban outfits, do you? Was that no 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 no? We got that. don't Sunrise. sell T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's all just records. Like, like, so yeah,
3: Urban Outfitters is there, and I remember hearing about it. I'd never heard of Urban Outfitters before. All these people are like, oh my god, Urban Outfitters is coming, and they said they sell records. I'm like, oh cool. So when it opened, you know, again working right across the street from the mall, I walked over there and I was, oh, this is horrible. Yeah,
4: you want the <laughs> clueless soundtrack on 180 gram press for $75? <laughs> yeah, 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 right? yeah. So it's not
3: that, so, but there's like an actual record store, and they have a very large selection of CDs and oh, wow. like. It's cool to see because, I mean, I, that was the only reason I ever went to the mall as a kid and a teenager. And, like, in my, you know, that was why I went there. I don't care yeah. about everything else. I want to go to get a record store. And they're all gone. Sound of Record Man's gone. Music City's gone. CD Plus is gone. Like, that mall used Amy to be. Sound. Yeah, right, all that stuff around there, right? And But, yeah, now there's a record store. So, obviously, the, the hipsters have won. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> Bring the disc one back. And, and it's working out in our favor, though, because, like, I mean, as someone who listens to records still and listens to CDs still and listens to tapes still... Like I didn't stop and switch to another format. I just listened to all of them still. Like it's great to see that this is now cool again. It's surprising that it's a viable business in 2015. But yeah, um, and it's encouraging
1: because it is definitely yeah. Um, you know, because it's it's Sunrise Records. If I'm you know yeah, I think if that's I true. know yeah, the same yeah, place, yeah, so which is which is nice because typically if if lately you know if you have vinyls sold, like you said, it's in an Urban Outfitters. So it's some. Some store that just said, you know what, vinyls cool right now, yeah. so let's buy a carton of whatever albums we can get our hands yeah. on and, and sell. Frank the price, price up yeah. You, had, yeah, you had like the Spencer's and you had these oddball right. miscellaneous right. stores odd topic. like whatever, yeah, Hot <laughs> topic. Yeah, 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 <laughs> <right>. like, <laughs> we're gonna throw some vinyls on the shelf because it's what's in right now. We but know, but know someone's yeah, gonna, now, gonna buy it. Yeah, but now you have a standalone record store, you know, which like, I hadn't
3: seen in them, because H and the only been there for years, exactly.
1: And H and you know, they're finally like they're getting back to vinyls. But you go and buy a vinyl at H and which is Forty dollars yeah. because you know they're yeah. going through. You know, you might as well go to the end of the music and stuff. Yeah, which is a nice local place, but at the same time, you know, it's nice to see at the very least, in a, in a big market, like the pull... In a pull mall. Park, yeah, it's weird to see in a it's mall. Not, yeah, yeah. It's not just, like, a Foot Locker that said, hey, let's put and in, you Another f- fucking shoe store. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, so, yeah let's well, pull, like, Foot Locker decides to put the Wu-Tang and Tupac yes, albums... yeah, everywhere. On, on everywhere yeah,
5: what about Women's Foot Locker? <laughs> <laughs>
3: they probably have Tupac albums, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's like, I, I have no idea if I'm ever going to go there and buy records, but, like, you know, the fact that it's there as an option, I'm not trying to, like, you know... Pump up the store because I was in there for like ten minutes. I don't know if it maybe it sucks, but like just the fact that that kind of store exists means that people are buying CDs again or still. Well, it's a good know, sign. I can yeah, see yeah. it's
1: it's a lot better than it could be. So yeah,
3: I always you know well, I like to shit on hipsters, but I mean
1: <laughs>
5: to, to,
3: to buy records.
5: <laughs> I, uh, I actually saw a guy in Tim Hortons today that had a stack of CDs. Disc man, I think, it had, no, I think wow. it had anti-skip feature on there. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I was just like getting a coffee, like 30 second shot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was the coolest thing. He had actually like stack of CDs. Yeah. We were about
1: to sell them at uh, the CD exchange in Grand Park. <laughs> <laughs> does that place still exist? It sure does. And you know what? That sunrise, The Sunrise Store was actually supposed to open at the Grand Park Mall. Oh, really? And I was very excited because I would have had, because I live in the area, McNally Robinson, which has an unbelievable vinyl, yeah, section. definitely, great, and time. then the CD Exchange, which has great CDs because you know people will sell anything. It's you know, ridiculous. how many for, a, for use CDs, yeah.
3: People get most people don't listen to CDs anymore. This is kind of not to single out the younger guys here, but like this is something that comes up too. Is that I've had bands on this show. I don't know if you've been on these ones either, but um, where they've said they, they like they're not going to bother with the CD or they don't They don't have a CD player. And it's like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> but so you it's like their the computer cars. doesn't have a CD player anymore. They have a car that they don't use it because they're they just plugging a phone. Yeah.
1: And it's weird. Well, it was like us ten years ago with cassette tapes. I Christ. still have one. <laughs> well, no, and and so do I. But you know what I mean? Like when you're just kind of getting, yes. it's like, yeah. Like I don't have a cassette tape. Of course not. I've yeah. got a CD player. I don't like. Yeah. What do you need a, a car with a cassette tape player? Right. In, you yeah. Know? yeah. They all have that adapter that plugs
3: in, and you plug a yeah. disc into that. Yeah. 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 So
1: but, like. I don't know, but we're coming back. I've actually released a cassette tape, and I, I'm I'm really proud of that. It was yeah. purple. Well, I mean, how do you go wrong with a purple cassette tape? <laughs> it's, purple. <laughs> it's the best color
5: for a cassette tape. Well, exactly. You have fun with it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> in, uh, in recent, since, like, Bandcamp and Spotify and things like that have been up, I've seen my CD usage and consumer just die down a yeah. little bit. But I, I still have a whack of CDs at home, and I buy currently buy lots of vinyl, and... But, yeah, ever since those apps and those sites have come up, it's been... You can find way more than... It's easier access. You can go and buy yeah. in a store. Even the places like... Or new places like Sunrise or those niches for, like, obscure music. Like, you can still find all that stuff now with the technology, so...
3: I feel like I'm the only person who doesn't... Well, I'm sure there's more, but... Who doesn't use those things. Like, I, I see people, like, on Facebook and stuff that I know that are in their 50s talking about Spotify. I'm like, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I know of it, but I've never used any of those things. Like, it's I still... Amazing. And I
5: wouldn't I wouldn't need to know if I, if I didn't find shit that I yeah. wouldn't am well, sure. To it's, I'm sure it's awesome, yeah. but I just, like, I, I don't yeah. know, I feel like
3: I never got past, like, I can't... Even when I used to burn CDs, I would never listen to the burnt CDs as much as the ones that were actual... That you bought. Because they have the liner notes and stuff, right? Yeah. And it like, seems to me, like, I don't know if this is just me, but, like, listening to stuff online, and I know this podcast is online and everyone should listen to it, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have the same... I don't want to be sitting there with a phone Or in front of a computer Listening to something I want to actually Like sit down Pull out a record Open it up Read the names of everyone Who's involved in the record Read the lyrics along with the songs If I can Look at the artwork it's and a that- lot more intimate that I know you can do that on a phone but I don't want to be flipping around but it it gives you a
6: way to listen to it before you while while music Trader is spending six weeks ordering a new podcast drive record definitely I'm listening to it on Spotify and I see it on YouTube but yeah (laughs) and and
1: I get what you're saying for sure like if I'm really excited about an album to come out you know I don't show me a song because I want to hear that album front to back I want to hear the album but Spotify as an example is for me a great way to find new music Mm. You know, where where you can take, you know, take songs and and bands that influence you and and that app is going to open your eyes to bands that are... Just as small as us you know right. that are playing little venues that you know this is their only access to the outside world other than uh, touring their own Facebook family or, right you know because which Facebook, is as small as yours right yeah you're you know your local, yeah. Yeah, Facebook yeah. is big but you know it's only as big as you make it and so like we only have so much access because like you know we only put our, like we've only got so many friends right oh, like because yeah. Facebook is only as big as you're gonna make it but with Spotify and stuff, and yeah, there's always these arguments that it's taken away from the bands, they're not getting paid, and I, I think that argument is right up against the, um, the labels, like, you can blame the labels for the bands not getting paid, don't yeah. blame Spotify, but in the end, you know, you're not going to get the album experience, but, but you're going to get a chance to hear a band like us in, in some city in the States or something that would never have gotten that exposure, yeah. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, you've got 10 new bands that, that you get to hear. And I think those bands, they don't want money. Yeah. They, they just want exposure. Yeah. You know? And it's a whole new age because you've got the YouTubes. But all of a sudden... YouTube shit quality. I, exactly. You're dealing really with weak. commercials. You're dealing with stuff. But if anything, you know, yeah, Taylor Swift may not get paid. But some band in Iowa that right, is just playing shows every more. weekend. Taylor Swift getting paid anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She, she can act like a totally. hero because she's talking about you know the little guy. Yeah. But the little guy doesn't Fuck give off. a shit about checks. You know, the little guy doesn't want the to check. Lines. Little guy just wants to be heard. Yeah. Right? Like if if we put our album up for free and a hundred thousand people heard it, that's huge. You dream, know, yeah. that's yeah. massive. Yeah. that's all that's all you want. And obviously, those aren't the numbers we're thinking, but. You know, you know, there's this expectation that money's involved, and really, no, I think as, as musicians, we just, we want people to hear what, what, we, what we've been working on. Yeah,
6: simple One
1: day, I'll, maybe I'll get it on <laughs> <laughs> I've just said my ways.
3: Let's pick another Bush song. Who's got Bush songs?
5: I'll go. Uh, this song is called Cougars, Not Kittens by a band called Whores. <laughs> <laughs> you ask somebody's father, hey.
3: Whoers, yep. <laughs> oh, <yeah, man. laughs> <laughs> um, Where are those guys from? Like I never,
5: I've never heard. Of that. I like that. It was cool. But, uh, yeah. I'm not sure where they're from. My uh, buddy from work showed me them. He went up to Fargo actually a couple weeks ago and saw one of their shows. Came back with a record and that song. Was on so that they're record.
3: they're like a band that's around right now, the like contemporary.
5: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Was, I'm kind of been into the slow stoner rockish yeah. kind of thing lately. I like that stuff. Yeah, no, it's fucking awesome. Noise, lots of noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely lots of noise. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Like banding especially. That was
3: good, yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. So, I mean, uh, I know we, we earlier we were talking about there's not really kind of one uniform band or, or sound that influences you guys, but maybe like just we'll go through the the, the list here. Like, what, what kind of stuff are you guys into? What kind of influences are you bringing to Bear I mean, if you can name a couple things, I know it's hard, right? Because everyone listens to everything, especially nowadays. Like we were just talking about Spotify and these things making it easy to listen to all kinds of stuff. But I mean, I don't know if you had to peg yourself as like I'm the this guy in the band. Like, who's who's bringing what?
2: I yeah. think I think Stephen and I are on, sort of on this uh, a more similar page in terms yeah. of like we listen to a lot more. Very Dead, uh, The Ghost Inside. That yeah, like, kind of, like kind oh, of yeah. metalcore-ish, again, difficult to focus exactly on hard. it. Yeah, I guess, as well, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I personally have always been really into anything that's really technical and really fast, because playing the drums, like, I would listen to bands, like... ACDC and it's right. just like holy fuck, this is really boring. Boring, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like I need something better, and it it just like that started when I was really young, and it just kind of pushed me into the direction of you know like metal, and you know I didn't even like the the screaming style vocals at the time, but it just kind of was part and parcel with the whole yeah, it comes with the genre, music, and yeah. and I learned to love it, and now I'm obsessed with it, but anyways that's yeah what I, know. Know.
6: <laughs> I think for, yeah for me it's like i listen to a lot of that kind of stuff that 25 year olds listen to because, you know, listen. <laughs> yeah. but like the ghost inside is on my favorite band it's all like you know low tuning kind of metalcore kind yeah. of but with similar vocals to what josh does you know so we kind of do a bit of that like the low tune stuff but then I also love slayer and terror and bands like that so it's kind of like i really love the far stuff as well yeah yeah,
3: yeah.
6: so i guess it's like every band in between those two really but
1: um, one band for myself, like, I'd, I'd probably draw a lot of heavy influences from Poison the Well, like, I think that'd be a band where, and like, I think that might be where the shift with Bear Fight, like, is now mm-hmm. being a guitar player, like, I I think i bring a little more of, like, a moody, melodic, um, element to everything, okay. and, uh, but yeah, like, Poison the Well would probably be some, you know, any, like, a moody, heavy, where you can, you can take influences outside the genre and bring it in you know i i like one thing that really uh, amazed me with that band was their biggest influence was radiohead hmm. and which is just amazing you know being such a heavy right, hardcore you band yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but so for me it, it really opened my eyes knowing that i can bring in bands like radiohead as an influence into a heavy element and, and make it work and it worked, and, yeah, and, yeah. and who knows what you get out of that right because yeah, sure. like if if everyone's bringing in slayer you're gonna get Slayer. It's gonna be shitty version of Slayer because yeah, to... you know, yeah. <laughs> but if, if if you know, we got a few guys that are on the the ultra heavy, you know, side of things, and then you have someone else who's got more of like a, a moody, yeah, a more melodic thing. You know, like who knows what what comes of that. You know, and and so Poison Well has always been one band that I kind of turn to in the the heavy breakdown slash moody side of things. For a second, I thought you were going to say just poison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I put the spandex away. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? you uh...
5: um, for me, I don't know. Uh, I'd say that me and Nick, who happens to be my older brother, kind of have this underlying, like, under-motivator motiv- in the band. Like, we okay. kind of, growing up together, like we have our whole lives, kind of see, like, what we want to do. And I've been totally influenced by I'm gonna say him for some certain things just because I've had no fucking choice. You're, really up. <laughs> you're gonna listen to this, and if you don't like it, well, you're gonna learn to like it, right? You're gonna get a hit. But, <laughs> but, that, being, but that being said, I've, I've progressed into my own on my own influences, and I know there's things that I listen to that he just goes, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" Yes. <laughs> but, um, I'd say uh, growing up. Um, getting into the high school years, I was super into the Comeback Kid, like oh, yeah. uh, S- Scott Wade in particular. Like that was just angsty, that kind of hardcore. I knew in, in like the early two thousand, that that shit was huge, right? Like guys were getting fucking signed, at what, what I heard, just for the way they sounded or the way they looked. But um, I've changed. I've changed recently, and I don't know. I I pull my influences just from my past relationships like i said prior in the show and i'm kind of getting more into like the noise the groovier noisy slower i don't know what i don't know how to say it but like a ken mode right now is a fucking huge yeah. influence on me i don't think that we really do anything like them but I, when i listen to them and i recently go and see them that's just like just gets me fucking going and and what we've been writing now, I've been trying to pull what I've been feeling at the shows and what I feel when I listen to. It, I'm trying to pull that into my inspiration or writing. But yeah, just fucking loud and pissed off. Like that's that's what I bring to the table. Like, fuck. That's that's all I can say. Fuck. Cool.
3: All right, we have a couple songs left on the Bush thing. Who hasn't? Uh, a couple of you guys haven't going, right?
2: All right, yeah. well, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and jump yeah, in. Okay, all right, all right. All right you Fuck you got? it. Uh, well, I was think I was bouncing back and forth to you, as I'm sure pretty much everybody was uh, yeah. um first thing well one of the things that came to my mind when I I heard Bush was back in the high school days of every weekend just going out and having Bush parties oh yeah cause,
7: yeah.
2: cause you got nowhere else to go so uh I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a, a curveball here um it's going to be a little different than everything we've been listening Can to Can you so be his, his tangent? No, no I'm just going to come right out and fucking name the song off and it's called Fat Lip and it's by Sum 41
3: Yeah Is that what you heard listening to the Bush oh, party? Also, name? I believe on Rock Against Bush Out, like at the time it was yeah. everywhere.
1: Well that yeah, that blew up that yeah, song. That, was that their first big
3: hit or yeah, probably, oh, well, I think that, that, around, that like,
1: put them morning, morning, on so. that put them on the map for sure. Those guys
3: are still around, are they?
1: Uh, no. Didn't
3: that guy marry
4: Avril Lavigne, and then like And then got left for Chad Kruger? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, is yeah, that, that happened. happened. Is, it, is Chad Kruger? There's like if that is, a some <laughs> confusion there. I don't know if he's Nickelback or 741 or what, but she married them both. She fucking downgraded.
3: Yeah, that's horrible. I was like I can imagine I could have like, sucked enough to for your wife to leave you, but then like for that guy? Yeah.
1: Yeah, like that's that's a whole another level of depression yeah. right yeah. there. How is he
3: still alive? I feel like yeah. you should have yeah. an
1: No, he was hospitalized alive. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure topic. like like they created a whole new disease. Like you just got yeah. left for the lead singer nickelback. Yeah. Like, just think about that for a second.
3: Someone needs to like just sit that guy down and talk to him and just explain <laughs> how, like what what just, happened. Just, just I'm like sure he's a had big, plenty
1: of sessions yeah. with a therapist. Oh yeah, the no. But I mean for us to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Like a big long hug, just like so, you know yeah. what, I'm sorry, I'm it's sorry. Okay. Yeah, I know. think we'll be
3: alright. Yeah. It's not
1: you. He's just me. got he's got a lot
4: of money. He's got a lot of money. <laughs> guess, yeah, yeah. He's got the superior songwriting skills, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: He does for sure though. Does this guy seem like they'd have a career playing casinos and stuff at this point? Like you know, they could because their audience is like probably thirty. Is this some,
4: some forty one still
6: or Nickelback? Yeah, some forty one Nickelback? Oh. No, horrible. Oh.
3: But no, I can see some forty one get having a comeback in like ten well, didn't years. They, they right? played
6: like, the Albert, remember a few years ago? do they?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, That was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: and he was like super chubby or whatever. Who? The wow. Oh, uh. Well, you don't marry into Avril Lavigne money and not get fat. <laughs> 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 That's a requirement. That's for yeah, fucking sure. Yeah. Yeah. did she write songs for Disney? Or? She's man. She is her generation said Vicious. Fact. <laughs> That's it's science, science. It's fact. I can argue with that. Fact. Yeah.
2: She said it. It's is true. It's true. Long it's true. She wore plaid real. pants she, <laughs> once. She said it. It must be true. I remember reading
3: an interview with her at the time of her fame, and she told the interviewer this was like in Rolling Stone or something that she had only ever purchased one CD ever. And it was Shania Twain.
7: <laughs> oh, and like, why, nice. this was
3: when CDs were the only format and anyone was listening to it and she didn't own any. It was weird. It was just like, well, who's... Why would you tell people that? Why would well, you yeah. admit that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, why would yeah. you, you pay, pay money for
1: a TV. Shania Twain CD? Yeah. It's just, that's just <laughs> well, horrible.
3: On its own, it's bad, but then how can you be a professional musician and pretty much admit you don't listen to music? It's yeah, weird. Yeah. Super weird. Bizarre. Maybe the guy from *Some 41 also likes Shania Twain. Maybe he is Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> why, <but it's>,
1: why <laughs> they do Yeah, M.I. Shamalin
4: wrote Chad that. Chad Kruger <laughs> is Shania you know Twain. Shamalamalam. We should
3: have just ended the podcast right there.
1: <laughs>
3: but unfortunately, <laughs> Shania Twain's lawyers say that she has nothing to do with this. <laughs> so before we get to the last song which i'm hoping is going to be bush because like it hasn't happened yet. um so that's on you steve i don't know yeah, but uh, we do our little rundown thing tell people where they can hear the guest music where they can hear our show so what's the best way if someone has never heard of you guys before they happen to subscribe to the show they hear you here want, want to hear more what what do they do how do they find you
6: barefight204.bandcamp.com is to listen to music and then there's facebook.com slash bearfight canada okay because Just apparently there's really a lot of bear Space. fight bands out there well, 200 imagine, a yeah yeah yeah, yeah or sounds we got funny. tagged once in a photo that was for some american idol contestant that was in a band
3: called bear fight in the states
6: i Well, oh, wow. like, sure no worries yeah that's take it cool. right yeah
3: yep. <laughs> okay so that's all like all, all
1: your stuff that's currently well, the up there link, is on the, the, the band band camp camp on Facebook, yeah we've released right? two yeah, yeah. songs from yeah. the upcoming album they're on the bandcamp. Um, and then the fall, and the rest of the album is going to be out. the see, release, which should be wow. hopefully February year. of the new year.
7: What's yeah. that
3: noise? <laughs> it's my <laughs> <on a> chair. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah, good. Yeah. So you're looking at February for the for the release? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Hopefully, it, yeah. We're hoping it was to be, <laughs> roughly right. It was supposed to be <laughs> okay. this week, but then uh <laughs> it's a bit of a jump from this
1: <laughs> which, week to February. No, no, no. December four, which is 4 right? First week of okay, December, though, by the way. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone could be asking yeah.
3: this in like
6: 2018.
3: Yeah. Oh, it's coming out. All right. But uh, yeah, then it was like uh, our good
6: friend Drew's birthday, so we kind of canned that and just playing we okay. playing a birthday show, so by the time everyone's heard that, it's already happened. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so then it's kind of, I guess, Christmas and all that stuff, you got to push her back a bit, because, and then there's Festival, and then Big Fun Festival in January, so right, it's kind of really you. limiting the amount of time you have, so, yeah. you just got to do it, you know, you
1: just uh, take, a, take a step back, make sure you do it right, yeah. mm-hmm. and, uh, you know... Make sure everyone's ready to party because that's what CD releases are all about.
3: And you guys have someone coming up in beginning of January?
1: January 8th. Yeah, yeah, Park it was theater. The show at the Park Theater with Elder
6: Abuse, Gregory Ricus, and The Bumpin' Uglies. Which I believe is a charity show.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so it should, should be a good night. Cool. Okay.
3: Yeah. And then when the album comes out, is it going to be, I mean, just kind of buy at a show sort of thing. Are you guys gonna have it in stores at all? Have you figured that out yet, or I haven't you know? thought about that? So,
6: uh, I don't know. I haven't
3: really looked into that yet because I mean,
6: at the moment, it's still like we have, I guess, a rough idea of what we want it to look like. Right. But we're actually just kind of got T-shirts coming this week as well. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like whether it's be in a store. Or not, I
1: don't know. I put it on Bandcamp. You know, like just right. Because so like but the actual know. physical, I've I not even thought about definitely. That at
5: all. Definitely local outlet so he can get sure, it. Sure, music yeah, trader,
1: yeah. I'm sure, yeah, you know, like we're still in that process of, you know, getting all the fine yeah. details together, but I'm sure, you know, the music traders and the, the the typical avenue for the local musician to just get it out there, but really, it's just, for us, a matter of, you know, the more shows we can play, that means we've got the, the T-shirts and the CDs and all that extra goodies out and ready for sale, but really, it's just a matter of, you know, get on a band camp, check it out. Don't really need to pay for anything, just, have a listen. And by the time you're actually
2: listening to this, hello, you can check us out. <laughs> Message us on uh, facebook.com slash bearfightcanada and we'll probably have all this bullshit figured out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Stay tuned for an update. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, and
3: uh, I mean, I guess while well, you're here, we might as well plug Team Steve, right? You yep, Show show sure? @teamsteveradio.com Yep. Yeah.
7: <laughs> that, that's it. I don't know yeah. what else to say. Yeah, yeah.
3: I got something in for you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay, but that kind of leads into, I mean, our, our show. If you want to hear more episodes of this show, uh, you can do that. Uh, you go to witchpolice.com. You are welcome to do that. <laughs> Please do that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Click on podcast at witchpolice.com. There's hundred and probably sixty something at this point. They're all there, free download and streaming dating back to 2013. Um, we encourage people to go through the archives and check out uh, some of the past bands that have been on. And the future ones, too, because I don't know when you're hearing this, but we're also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that crap, uh, like everybody else. You look for witch police, 90% of what you find is going to be us. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of people just phrasing
4: together the words... Not really. really, no, no, no. There's a few,
3: like, news reports from Africa that have witch police. <laughs> actual witch police. Yeah. Well, it's the, way. The, the sentence that always shows up, the only thing that comes up... I've done it, so I'm curious, right? And so I look it up, it's all related to this, this the, the website or the podcast or whatever. And then there's this one news article from, I think it's Gambia or something, and the article says, like, I thought he was a witch, comma, said police. <laughs> and it comes from every time. So there's that. So Idiot you know... police? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the police still think there's witches. Well, it's Gambia. I don't know. Is that...
1: <laughs> <I> don't know. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. We but kill them anyway. I, you know what? Yeah, hey,
4: maybe be some celting police now. You might be. Maybe. Or Witches.
1: Did they burn? Did they burn her at? I didn't state? actually
3: read the full article.
4: I just Because
1: okay. I'm hoping there was a burning at a state. I'm gonna go Google this article. Yeah, yeah. I should <laughs>
3: find out think. what it's about. I made have the country wrong, but it's a country that I don't know anything about in Africa. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, definitely yeah. the witch and the witch, and the yeah, police. and the police. So okay, so yeah, don't go to that article. Go to <laughs> witchpolice.com. Um, you can also tune in to UMFM FM on Monday nights at eleven o'clock, and you can hear past episodes. We kind of give them a second chance at getting heard uh, a few months after they originally go out in podcast form. So people who are hearing this. Maybe on air. This actually happened months earlier. Yeah. <laughs> but the band is still ex- presumably will still exist and the album will presumably nope. still be available. So yeah. to do that. See. And uh, <laughs> if you're hearing this before the beginning of January, we're doing another live show. Yes, uh, we we are. did a live podcast in September at The Handsome Daughter and it was a lot of fun. We had some. Uh, interviewing uh, guests on stage and they did a lot of performances, so we have another one coming up. Uh, go to Witch Police website and Facebook and all that for details. Yeah. And this time, I don't work the next day so I can get extra drunk. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you we had <laughs> a pretty good like table full of drinks last time. Yeah, so no, beat that?
4: I, it know. Uh, it was a rough go the next morning for sure. <laughs> it wasn't extra, it wasn't extra though. No, it wasn't extra. it so was be extra. Like, oh, i got to be up at 4.30, yeah. so yeah. let's get drunk let's oh, get extra like right.
1: yeah let's get extra drunk. so yeah, if you want to hear ryan get perfect. extra
3: drunk come down to the handsome daughter on january 3rd yeah please and uh we do have some really good guests as well so check it out but yeah uh we have one more song so that's you <laughs> yeah and it's not bush no 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 uh, almost no
7: uh, i may just edit it and just fade uh, yeah, exactly. it out yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. every song <laughs> bush bush yeah, yeah. 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 Just, just your just voice going bush <laughs>
6: Alright, I was told I wasn't allowed to play this song and I'm getting away. Come on, it's a great fucking song. Corn, Helmet in the Bush. It's off their first album. Oh, oh, I believe
4: it's about masturbating on meth. Exactly. I, yes. I didn't know that until tonight. I was
6: like, okay, I'll check out what the lyrics are. And everyone's just like, yeah, when you do meth and your dick doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. You it was, it you know, just looks like a helmet in the, the bush. Yeah. I was like, that's actually quite yeah, funny. Kind so. of, yeah, are you like a porn fan? Uh, well, the 90s. Dude. The 90s were a long time ago. We're old, man. We all did things in the 90s we're not so proud of.
4: And porn and meth may have been the things that did. Some of us are still going Which one came
3: first? Which one
1: came first? I'll never tell you.
3: Alright, that's a good way to go out. Let's uh, listen to some corn. Thanks
7: well, for watching. Well, if guys. you're on I'm meth, I no one of on <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bear fight, corn, meth. Hello?
0: It's Bacaco. It is Caco. caco. Oh, you, you know, you, you fucking call me Bacaco, okay? <laughs> It mm-hmm.